How do we honour Jesus? How do we lift his name on high that he has declared across all the earth and to everyone that we know and meet in our lives? You're listening to the Youth Bible of Manya, day 352. In today's devotion, How to Honour the Lord, our Bible passages show us how we can truly honour God. One billion people watch the rescue. On the 13th of October, 2010, at 10pm GMT, Jose Enriquez Gonzalez emerged from 2,300 feet underground after being trapped for 69 days when the San Jose mine collapsed in northern Chile. It was originally thought that no one had survived the collapse or that the 33 trapped underground would starve to death before they were found. Many of them had been atheists, agnostics, unbelievers or semi-believers. Jose Enriquez Gonzalez was known as the evangelist because he led so many of the others to faith in Jesus Christ. He formed and led a prayer group with 33 tiny Bibles sent down by friends. He led devotions twice a day. They testified to the presence of a 34th person. 19-year-old miner Jimmy Sanchez said, There are actually 34 of us because God has never left us down here. Jesus was there with them. When they emerged out of the mine, the rescued men were all wearing similar T-shirts. The shirts said on the front, Thank you, Lord. And on the back it said, To him be the glory and honour. I had the privilege of interviewing Jose Enriquez at HDB. The true hero is Jesus Christ, he said. He is the only hero that should be mentioned. Apart from what man may have done both inside and outside that mine, he is the one who deserves the honour and the glory. Jesus taught us to pray that God's name should be honoured. My greatest fear is that I might do or say something that will bring dishonor to his name. My deepest longing is to see the name of the Lord honored again in our society. How should you act in order to see his name honored? From Proverbs 30 If you play the fool and exalt yourself, or if you plan evil, clap your hand over your mouth. For as churning cream produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. Stir up good, not evil. Our whole lives should be devoted to exalting the name of Jesus and not ourselves. The writer of Proverbs says, If you have played the fool and exalted yourself, or if you have planned evil, clap your hand over your mouth. For as churning the milk produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. We call people stirrers if they stir up arguments, conflict and anger. The opposite is stirring up good things. Seek to be someone who never stirs up anger, but rather good. Never seek to exalt yourself, but only Jesus. Always seek to honour 
the name of the Lord. Stir up, O Lord, the wills of your faithful people, that they, bringing forth the fruit of good works, may by you be richly rewarded through Jesus Christ our Lord. New Testament from Revelation 9 and 10 Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. Then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven. And he swore by him who lives for ever and ever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said, There will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his servants the prophets. Then the voice that I heard from heaven spoke to me once more. Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who was standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach turned sour. Then I was told, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Speak the message of Jesus. You honour the name of Jesus when you tell the world about him. Not everyone will be interested, but some will. To those who believe, the message will be as sweet as honey and their lives will be transformed by Jesus. The terrible warnings of judgment continued with the sixth angel sounding his trumpet. There was horrible warfare. The number of the mounted troops was 200 million. Violent death and injury. The 20th century was probably the most violent in history, and the first in which those kinds of numbers were involved in warfare. Yet, there's been little repentance. The remaining men and women, who weren't killed by these weapons, went on their merry way, didn't change their way of life. There wasn't a sign of a change of heart. They plunged right on in their murderous, occult, promiscuous and thieving ways. You only have to watch the news to see that these words are also being fulfilled in our time. Then John saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. This sounds like Jesus Christ himself. He is robed in a cloud which symbolizes the presence of God. There is a rainbow above his head symbolizing the promise of God. His face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars. This is very similar to the description of Jesus in the first chapter of Revelation. He gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. In our passage for today from Proverbs, the lion is described as king of the beasts, deferring to none. Jesus gave the little scroll to John and told him to take it and eat it. 
It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. The message of the gospel will have a sour taste for some who reject it, but to all who accept it, it is as sweet as honey. Then John was told to take this message out. Then I was told you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages and kings. Lord, in the midst of all the troubles around us, help us to proclaim the gospel faithfully and to see the name of Jesus honoured again. Old Testament from Ezra 2 to 5 When they arrived at the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the heads of the families gave free will offerings towards the rebuilding of the house of God on its site. According to their ability, they gave to the treasury for this work. Sacrifice for the Lord's honour. We should not expect a trouble-free life. Jesus warned us that in this life we would experience trouble. Faith does not keep you from trouble, but it helps you to get through trouble. Don't focus on your troubles, but focus on the one who carries you through them and be willing to sacrifice in order to bring honour to his name. The people of God had been longing to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. God's name was dishonoured when the temple was destroyed by the Babylonians. Now it was their opportunity to rebuild and see God's name honoured again. They appointed Levites 20 years old and older to supervise the building of the house of the Lord. A good example of appointing young leaders. They were willing to sacrifice their money and possessions according to their ability they gave to the treasury for its work. 61,000 drachmas of gold, 5,000 miners of silver and a 100 priestly garments. Giving is an essential part of your worship and service to God. Your gifts should not be grudging or forced, but generous free will offerings. Do not compare your giving to that of others, but give what you can afford. The wonderful thing about this offering was that as each gave according to their ability, they raised all the money that was needed. If everyone in the church gives sacrificially, generously, and each according to their ability, God's kingdom will advance rapidly and his name will be honoured. In spite of all the opposition around, despite their fear of the peoples around them, they began to worship the Lord again and offer him sacrifices. Today, worship God by offering him your body as a living sacrifice. That is, offer everything you have and everything you are to be used to bring honour to his name. They did not wait for the temple to be completed before they began their worship. As soon as the foundations were laid, with praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord, He is good, His love to Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Exuberant worship is not only a contemporary phenomenon. The people made so much noise, and the sound was heard far away. And yet, while many shouted for joy, the older members of the community wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid. This was possibly because the stones used were smaller than for the original temple, and it was not as grand. It's a reminder that this temple 
was not the answer, but only a foreshadowing of the temple of the Holy Spirit, the people of God, with Jesus as the chief cornerstone. The building of the temple was not unopposed. The people around them set out to discourage the people of Judah and make them afraid to go on building. They had counsellors to work against them and frustrate their plans during the entire reign of Cyrus, king of Persia, and down to the reign of Darius, king of Persia. When you set out to bring honour to the Lord, you may be opposed, whether it is the rebuilding of churches today or any other work of the kingdom of God, there is bound to be opposition. The opposition succeeded in delaying them, but not defeating them altogether. Lord, may the temple of your Holy Spirit, the church, the people of God, be rebuilt in our generation. May we see the church buildings that are empty and derelict today filled again with people worshipping you. May your name be honoured again in our generation. Pepper adds, Revelation 10 verse 1 says, Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun. His legs were like fiery pillars. He planted his right foot on the sea and the left foot on the land. He gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. We may feel as if the world is out of control, but our God is an all-powerful God. Let's pray. Lord, help me to honour you today with my words, with my giving, and with my actions. Help me to act like you today. In Jesus' name, Amen.